The Heroes of Faith These are men and women who by faith, through faith and not without faith lived on earth. Like us, they were sojourners, and so by faith yielding to God they heard, believed, forsook, obeyed, walked, lived, moved, esteemed, kept, blessed, and were translated. They were not afraid, through faith they subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, quenched the violence of fire. Not without faith did they worship, receive strength, esteem, make choices, offer sacrifices. They were resolute pilgrims, not mindful of where they came out. They desired a better country, one which is heavenly. They held fast to the profession of their faith not wavering. In the face of all challenges and life's vicissitudes, their eyes were set as a flint, not knowing what, where, when or how, but knowing who is promised. They declare plainly that they seek a better country. They walked by faith, conquered through faith and died in faith. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity you've given unto us today to look into the law of liberty. We ask that you would open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of the award in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We turn once again to the book of Hebrews chapter 11 and we read from verse 1. The Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In this episode, we will be reviewing the dynamics between faith and hope, that is, the relationship between faith and hope. On this topic, the Bible has not left us without understanding. Our text reveals that faith is the foundation that is the substance on which our hope is built. And as a matter of fact, any hope at all without faith is an unsubstantiated hope, is empty hope. It is hopeless and powerless hope. It is not better than mere wishful thinking. Now, it is very sad to say that many so-called believers today have this mere wishful thought about many things, and surprisingly also even about the matter of life eternal, which is the primary hope of every believer in Christ. As we come to this episode, we will examine three things. First, get an understanding of hope in some depth. Second, we would examine the difference between faith and hope. And lastly, we we'll come to an understanding of how these two complement each other. So what is hope? In the book of Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18 to 19, the Bible says that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Verse 19 says, Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil. Now, if we take some time to zoom in on verse 19, some characteristics of hope can be gleaned. I will summarize this in the letters that make up the word hope. H-O-P-E. Now, the first, H. Hope holds the soul in uncertain times. The Bible says which hope we have as an anchor of the soul. An anchor is something or someone that gives support when needed. Now, if hope is an anchor, on what does it grip? The answer is God and his word. It is not merely a vague trust and expectation, founded upon no sufficient reason or simply on the attributes of God or his promises in general, but a special trust and expectation, having a definite object, reason and foundation on God and his revealed words. Now, Mark 
what I just said. The foundation on God and his revealed words. Therefore, if a man will possess this hope, it starts from possessing the faith in God and his word. The book of Psalms chapter 39 verse 7 says, And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. Also, 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 21 says, That your faith and hope might be in God. Now the second is O. This hope is operational. Many of us have developed this weird idea about hope being something imaginary. And many times when we claim to hope for something, we simply stay dormant. This hope does not connote dormancy. It is fully active and operational. The Bible says it enters into that within the veil. What is being referred to here is that it accesses that which is unseen, unclear, but undoubtedly exists. The implication of the operations of hope is the resulting action it leads us to take. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 3, And every man that adds this hope in him takes an action, purifies himself, even as he is pure. Now, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 also tells us it is a lively hope. In the sense of its activity, it is active and not passive. It produces courage, holiness, and patience. Now, the third one, P, this hope has patience and perseverance. And we see this in the word steadfast. The exercise of Christian patience is described in scripture as a patient waiting. Not for something unknown, not for evil, not for good in general, but for God. Romans chapter 8 verse 25 tells us, But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. This patience produces a constant sense of expectation. It waits and perseveres for good things even amidst all evils. This is what we call the patience and perseverance of hope. Lastly, we see the letter E. Hope as expectations. A confident expectation as a matter of fact and not a probabilistic expectation. It is seen in the word sure. It is a sure expectation. The guarantee for this confidence is not in the confidence itself, but rather in God, who gave the promise, for we know that he cannot lie. How do we know he cannot lie? Because we have faith in him, and this faith is born out of his word. Knowing he exalts his words above his name. Psalms chapter 138 verse 2. Therefore, we can conclude that where faith abounds, hope abounds. The book of Romans chapter 15 verse 13 tells us, Now the God of hope will fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. That word believing here refers to faith. But what is the difference between faith and hope? Faith and hope are so inextricably linked that we cannot separate them. They differ, however, in terms of subject, object, operations, and order. In terms of subject, faith is based on understanding, while hope is a matter of will. With respect to how they operate, faith tells what is to be done, it teaches, prescribes, directs. Hope, on the other hand, stirs up the mind that it may be strong, bold, courageous, that it may suffer and endure adversity, waiting for better things. In terms of their object, that is, the special matter whereunto they look, faith asks for our object, the truth, teaching us to cleave surely thereto and looking upon the word that is promised. Hope asks, on the other hand, for our object, the immutability of God, and looks upon the thing which is promised in the word, that is, upon what faith teaches us, to hope for. Now, these two also differ in order. Now, faith comes first, 
before hope. Before you can have hope, you must have faith. Just like before you have branches of a tree, you must have the root. The man that would inherit a throne must believe he is entitled to it before he can hope for it. Faith believes it's titled to glory, and then hope waits for it. Someone once said, if faith did not feed the lamp of hope with oil, it will soon die. This brings me to the final component of this episode. Faith and hope are complementary. Hope by itself without the substance, which is faith, does not bring any present reality to us. Galatians chapter 5 verse 5 tells us, For we, through the Spirit, wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. Faith without hope is fleeting, for hope endures adversity and is constant daring, and in the end overcomes all evils. In the same vein, hope without faith is presumption in spirit and a tempting of God, for it hath no knowledge of Christ and of the truth which faith teaches, and therefore it is both a blind rashness and arrogancy. Therefore, a believer must first be rightly taught and brought to the understanding of faith and what it teaches. It is then the mind will be guided in all afflictions, denials, troubles encountered in this world to hope for the deliverance of the Lord. Like Job said, I know my Redeemer liveth. Job 19, 25. Brethren, my question for you here is what have you come to know through faith that is determining your hope? Knowing that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, how much time do you give to the word of God? Knowing that faith is the ground upon which our hopes are substantiated and our assurance of heaven is secured in our soul despite all our afflictions and trials on earth, how much diligence do you give to making your calling and election sure? And knowing that, that which you are expecting will come first through faith. Don't go about seeking what you are not entitled to. Faith teaches you what God has promised. And once you are assured that it is yours, then patiently hope for it and wait for it. Even if it appears it is not in the horizon, wait, for God never fails. What I have come to tell you today is, don't hope for what you are not entitled to. Don't wish in the name of hope. You will save yourself from much toiling. You will save yourself from much pains. You will save yourself from much despair if you can settle first with God to know his will concerning the matter which you seek. The psalmist in Psalm 119 verse 147 to 148 says, I prevented the dawning of the morning and cried. I hoped in thy word. Mine eyes prevent the night watches that I may meditate on thy word. Day and night, brethren, in prayer and in the word, like this psalmist, why don't you commit to strengthening your faith and further grounding and mixed steadfast your hope through faith in the unfailing promise of eternal life? Let us pray. Father, we come unto you today, now with the understanding that our hopes must be substantiated in faith, and faith in you and in your word only. Our prayer is that you give us the grace to constantly seek you and your word, building up our faith and laying a firm foundation for our hope in Jesus' name. Help us that our faith and hope will not be in things, but rather that our faith may be in you and you alone. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you.